International. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. Come on in, say hello. All right. If uh, if y'all are, if anybody here, uh, we'll do a quick little announcement here. If anybody here is subscribed to the Gary Busey Town Massacre and is wondering what the hell was that feature, this I didn't. I don't think I signed up for this nonsense. Uh, actually, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, feature this runs uh, in tandem with the same stream with the Gary Busey Town guys. Only the feature this episodes on the stream feature the Gary Busey Town crew. Yeah. Ethan and Donna. Ethan. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Always good to be here. Uh, yeah. In the studio. <laughs> Always good. Yes. And Donna? Hey. All right. Hey. The high octane hello. <laughs> high octane. All right. So um, we are, uh, this is a fan edit podcast that we talk about fan edits and uh, yeah. And if, uh, if, 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 uh, if, if you did, if you played music, yeah, yeah. Let me just go. Let me, somebody wind me back up. Uh, I okay. presume you played music relative to the movie we just saw. Uh, and <laughs> what is this? The most? I think it is the most popular music theme of all time. Yeah, gonna, probably. Really? I think so. I think the most recognizable. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. Uh, it's been going on for like a million yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. 60 I'm gonna years go with this longer shit. than the than the Simpsons, which I would say is like a almost equal. <laughs> Equally, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say Home Improvement theme is probably more, <laughs> well, probably more, probably more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're, we're we're obviously talking about a Bond film here, but I, before yeah. we get into the, what we saw and the movie and okay. the edit and everything, I want to ask you guys: Do you guys like on a scale of one to ten? Do you guys consider yourselves Bond fans? Oh, well, yes, fans of the franchise. Yes, yes, we got a strong yes over here uh, uh, with an asterisk. So I, I have more to add to that. Okay, Ethan, uh, I want to like Bond. It's just so British. It's very, it's very British. Uh, we're doing this episode actually real quick to tie it into the the other episodes of Gary Busey Time Massacre. Yeah. There's a summer spy series going summer on. Summer spy series. So if you want to hear some cool chit chat regarding some uh, all three movies, all three of the um, Austin Powers, Austin Powers movies, breaking them down, getting yeah. some good humor. This is along sandwiched the way. in between the two Austin 
right. power episode. You're actually doing that a little unique. It's not like <laughs> you're doing two episodes, but you're doing three movies. So yeah. you decided instead of like, oh, we're going to do two movies in one and two movies in well, the other. No, we'll just do... <laughs> one and a half movies well that's two podcast. different groups right too. with two different groups so like right. four hot takes on yeah. the awesome powers series baby so, so right. like the whole the whole thing that's pretty cool about it is like trying to tell them like no like you can't watch past 45 minutes yeah and then like trying to explain to the following why group, like you have to start at 45, 45 minutes, minutes. <laughs> like you can't watch any other you can't watch the opening right because then you'll talk about it we exactly. don't want you to talk about it because like that's, that's redundant at that well, point yeah the first episode we we did we did uh one and a half movies and it took us it took us two and a half hours to get through it <laughs> so we can't we can't yeah. be doubling back all right we, well, we did have a long segue about pizza though there was a long and farts apparently I farts apparently that yeah. last night. Yeah. whenever i hear uh, austin powers i think pizza and farting too yeah so totally that makes sense. sounds like topical yeah so this is the summer spy special correct and it's, it's great to have feature this on on board with it right and uh surprisingly there's maybe i mean on the fan edit website and the community have access to easy stuff it's like uh, maybe 10 to 12 edits that are sort of spy related and most of those are bond i think there might be one or two born movies but uh we're kind of limited in our in the spy selection here is born a spy yeah i think that's close enough it's like the american version of bond yeah that's why it So uh, you put the asterisk by. What's your asterisk for Bond? Well, I mean, certainly uh, I think everyone that would claim to be a Bond fan or has seen at at least a good cross-section of the works uh, would agree that not all of the Bond movies are created equal. Fair enough. Some of them are fucking garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say personally... I do love Daniel Craig as Bond, though. I he, do too. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah. I love him. I don't like his hair. Oh, my God. He's so hot. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I don't like his it's hair. Like, he has stupid hair. No. Like super... No. His, his hair, His hair. he looks like he has the haircut of a, of a four-year-old. Of a four-year-old. No, hair. his hair is, like, very military. It's, yeah. like, the least attractive part about him, but he is... It's just it's worth watching these movies just to watch. I don't get it. I don't get the Daniel Craig thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Put put Statham in, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, His hair is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've never like like for me Bond movies are always so long. Like they always feel really long to me right and like 90 percent of the time i like forget what it's about right right like immediately i i we had this conversation ethan i when we when we talked about icarus the 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 fan edit of uh die another day another day and i'm gonna use the same metaphor i used then is that i feel like if you take these two powerful electromagnets one is everything good about bond that everybody likes about bond and then the other is a really shitty movie and the trick is to somehow get those really close together without touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, there's, but the more you get them close together, the more they're attracted and want to slam into one another. I think Casino Royale is like great, though. That's that, like yeah. the shining example of like what a Bond movie should be to me. Outside of a few, exa- uh, outside of some things that could even be improved in that one, I totally agree. I yeah. think Casino Royale is the the new standard, and then. For me, the other, the next bar down from that, and then there's a pretty big drop off after that. The next bar down is a Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. Goldeneye, sweet. Yeah, and so I like Pierce Brosnan though. 
I he's a he is not a good Bond. Oh, dude, he's such I, a good. Bond. I like the Golden. Uh, the Golden. Yeah. I mean, like all of the Bond he's a movies. Pussy magnet. All of the Bonds no, following Golden. I get progressively worse. <laughs> he's so much with Pierce. Yeah. He. I mean, he's sense. like because he also plays like a spy in the Thomas Crown Affair, and that movie's amazing. I don't know if he's a spy. Well, it's yeah. not a spy, but it's like a like secretive, yeah, secretive art yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of in guy. the same genre. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a similar like. I fuck chicken like a, leave him. A man, of, <laughs> man of mystery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. An international. But man he's of so much more like sexy and believable in that role than he was when he played Bond. So okay, and and this gets a, it's hard to talk about Bond without talking about the different actors who have played Bond. Uh, you know, from Connery to now, and uh, the problem is for me is that what I haven't there's like thirty fucking Bond movies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I have not seen all of them. I haven't seen all. I don't think I've seen the lion's share of them. I haven't uh, seen any of the early ones really. Yeah, I think I've seen maybe Goldfinger. Yeah, and like that's it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, just like I've never. It's never like you know, because like big franchises like that, and like like things like Doctor Who that are like these big things yeah, yeah, that yeah. people really love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you watch a couple, you get the itch to like watch all of them, and like with Bond, I never get that. I, I never get like me yeah. neither. And and there's a certain level of gravitas that we have towards movies today that they didn't have back then, and it was much more lighthearted, much more oh anything's possible, and you know, yeah. th- there's no sense of danger or weight in what's happening. And so I don't uh, I don't connect with any of that. So Bond Bond for me was always something that I just kind of like eh, like it, it never really quite works. Yeah. I thought Goldeneye was really close. I thought Casino was better. Yeah, Casino Royale, and then you know Quantum of Solace had a lot of weakness. Is that the ice it. one? That it's, was it's that died oil. Yeah. Is like the big thing. There's like a big like oil uh, and desert. No, they scene. water. They have the they own the water. They control the water supply right, in this desert area. The, like the big like sexy scene is when the chick gets killed in the oil, and then he comes to their room, and she's soaked in oil on the bed. Yeah, that sounds oh. like uh, something. Wasn't it golden? Uh, <laughs> there was like one episode. There was like one of the old Bonds. It was like uh, Man with a Golden Gun or Octopus or something yeah. where some girl is drenched in gold and yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, either way, like the third act in that is terrible because it's like this: the, the compound is in the middle of nowhere and yet yeah. like you shoot it once and the whole thing explodes. Interestingly <laughs> enough, they resort to that in this movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a frequent theme. I yeah. Think. yeah. Yeah, it's one of these things where it's like, I feel like they're running out of ideas about how to do the third act in a bond movie like, yeah so there's just like just blow it up just yeah the bigger the explosion the more appropriate it is and like i don't know about that so yeah much. i mean it's always i mean like isn't bond just about like uh what he's wearing and what he's driving <laughs> it, it, that's the and thing that's is like, like the, those are cool things like the yeah. fact that he wears like runs around in a six thousand dollar shoot and has a gun and kills people that's badass yeah and he drives like the fancy cars and whatnot and he's like the most ostentatious spy of all time yeah but uh at the same time, uh, that gets really boring really quick after after a while. Yeah. I used to just always agree. play the Sega game. I used to like playing the Sega James Bond game. Yeah. You mean what. the N64 game? No, no, no. The one that was previous that the, the Sega one, mm. where you're like at the opening level, you're on a cruise ship and you have to run around a cruise ship. But then like whenever he does like the, like Daniel Craig did it in this one, like where he was in the uh, tube and uh, he like does like the roll into a, a room and just like barely misses getting hit or yeah. like caught like that's that's like 90% of that video game he's just doing the tuck and roll yeah like there's like doorways and you like press up and then he'll 
tuck into the doorway yeah, yeah. and then no none of the guards yeah. can see you yeah yeah because it's just like a 2d platformer <laughs> but yeah like that's what i think about when i think of bond so we uh you know the pierce brosnan movies it starts off with golden eye and they get progressively worse die another day i think was the last of his uh interests which makes it the worst of them and then the fan that we saw icarus yeah and, 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 uh, incidentally, fan edited by the same guy who did this movie. Really? Dude's a Bond freak? Last Survivor. He's, he's done, only done a couple. Well, he's done like four or five. What else have we watched him do? I think that's it. I think just those two. Just that. So yeah. that's where I know this. Yeah, The Last Survivor is from Icarus. Yeah. But when we saw uh, the fan edit of Die Another Day, one of the things that Icarus improved upon that is that there's so many cheesy one-line dialogues and and really bad line deliveries and really cheesy like you know euphemistic puns and all kinds of other yeah. things that are just like those things that really suck about Bond when you do it too much you <laughs> yeah, know yeah 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 uh, but like if you do just a little dash of it it works pretty yeah. well so that edit removed all that stuff and greatly improved the movie yeah Skyfall which is the movie we're talking about it doesn't have all of those things to like chop up and remove to make it better. Well, Daniel Craig's a little more stoic, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like uh, yeah. the the and 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 the new ever since Casino Royale and whatnot, they've they've written the character much more seriously, so he doesn't do sure. a lot of these you know crazy crazy uh, euphemistic dialogue. Sure. But the point is, what I'm trying to say is that this edit doesn't have the same. Um, it doesn't have the same kind of things that it has that Icarus had access to to remove to improve. So there's, okay. so it removes other things, and some of those things worked, and some of them really didn't. Sure. And so I'm really kind of torn between you know how how much praise you want to give towards this edit. So we watched Skyfall. Yeah. Did he change the name on this? Is this a different name? It's called Skyfallen. Right. Skyfallen. So Skyfallen. it's not too much. No, I mean, a- but he still did like a name change. Yeah, and he even did the digital effects in the title sequence, so it actually says Skyfall, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the regular letters there, and that was kind of nice, although it wasn't centered right, because he added the <laughs> E in at the end. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but you can't... I didn't notice that. It's just, a little, yeah, just one of those things that's just a little yeah. off that I, I got I was just know. really distracted by the song. That song fucking sucked. I did sucked. not like yeah. the changes to the soundtrack in okay, this movie. So it really bothered me. So this is the Adele song, right? Right, the original Skyfall uh, Which is not song, a bad song. It's not a bad song. It really isn't. But I think one of the fun things about being an editor and working with a Bond movie is you get to pick the song. Uh, yeah, I but this it, is it, like an Evanescence song or something. That is like a... Well, the closing song is like a remix or something of the Adele Skyfall song. Oh, really? Yeah. The uh, When we were watching the, the song kick in, it was clear that... Sorry, that di- yeah. sorry. Jesus. I know, it was, I'm sorry. It was clear that it wasn't working. Like Maybe that piece of music would have worked in the opening of a different Bond movie, but it yeah. did not work with the visuals that we were watching. It didn't even follow the mood that was just set with that sequence. It yeah. was just really out of place. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. It's one of the big kind of things where it kind of gets, starts off on the wrong foot is having that that sequence with the wrong music. Yeah. yeah. And I'd hate to say, like, that's a weird criticism because not like I know here are the other 10 songs that would have been better. I, I, I can't say that. I just know yeah. that the original Adele song it's good. wasn't as cringy or wasn't it felt more natural to what the visuals that were being displayed yeah i think that i think it was just like too intense well it's also like that's very like i don't know i feel like the bond opening songs especially with like the re the recent like the daniel craig series the daniel craig bond Mm -hmm. i think that they're more like 
they have space. timeless yeah. and like ballady. So it's like I could watch this in five years and I won't be like, oh, this uh. is like a 90s song. But the second that you have like that tone that tonality of that song it's yeah. just like ugh. well i yeah. think i think really what it is too like i think you kind of hit it on the head is that like they're like with the adele one and with the um sam smith did that's one. the yeah, latest one the yeah Spectre that's the latest one, one. Yeah. and like the thing about both of those tunes is that they're like re- they have a lot of space in them sure and they have their their the, the voices are really big and right. really spacious mm-hmm. and the music is like kind of minimal yeah so it kind of really lets the voice shine and i think that that kind of weightlessness works really well with generally how the opening scenes really look because they're generally like liquidy and vapory it looks like a a, a music a bond music video yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, 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 an yeah. acid trip of bond music video yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's how they always typically look mm-hmm. and then like i think when you put on this like kind of like crunchy like kind of butt rocky evanescency kind of shit it doesn't work uh, it didn't <laughs> it didn't <laughs> sorry uh, I don't mean to be a dick, Incidentally, but. the Sam Smith song, I heard a lot of people shitting on that, but the, no, more, it's I, good. the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with the Adele one. It's fine. They're they're fine Bond songs. Yeah. And like every Bond song feels like a Bond song. You can hear it and be like, that's a Bond song. Mm-hmm. You hear that, you're, I don't know where that song was from or mm-hmm. if it was from a Bond movie, but it doesn't sound like oh, a Bond song. F- that yeah. was not. Uh, I don't think it was, but I don't know because I didn't look at well, that. Like log- but when we watched the Icarus edit, uh, you did a little googling to find out that song that he used, and it was like some deep cut from a, vi- a Bond video game somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. it worked really well in Icarus. Yeah, I looked at the edit log uh, uh, when we were watching it because I was trying to figure out what song he used mm-hmm. but um yeah i couldn't i couldn't find anything on there it I'll was on it there i read it and it, i was like i have no idea what I'm, this is i'm pretty okay. sure the song i didn't look it up but i'm pretty sure the song is called fire and ice and the reason i think that is because on the opening credits yeah it does say it says that. the one of the, that says the song fire and ice it had it didn't have adele yeah. as the name yeah so i yeah. think he added the credit there for that song okay yeah, yeah I think it says right. it says they have two they have Fire and Ice within Temptation and Skyfall within Temptation. Oh, which is that's that the must have Adele been the remix in credit yeah. song. Yeah, so maybe I just wasn't feeling that, and like Let's I don't see. know who that band is. I don't know if that's like a popular band or what, but I, I hate don't know. them. Yeah, yeah, I totally hate them. <laughs> All right, well, I don't want to spend them. twenty minutes on the opening <laughs> song because it, it is a weird thing to kind of miss. It, it, you know, any kind of movie like that kind of like has a misstep in the first five to ten minutes. Like, yeah, it's hard to recover from that because your brain is already like put in a place yeah, yeah. so uh, that's an unfortunate uh, aspect of this particular yeah, so, edit. so if you're if you're not keen on that music that's going to set you back a little bit well, when we start this before we completely leave the music train though because he did also remove music in some parts and add in music from the other bond movies which i also thought was weird well you know i i i don't i you know i just watched skyfall the original uh to prepare for for this yeah and um i didn't i didn't notice anything drastic with the score um from one to the other other than the opening song so okay i i wasn't that 
I don't know what you're gonna what 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 you fixated on or what you noticed. It happened in multiple scenes. He cut out the whatever was actually happening and put in Bond music from the other movies. Like yeah. there was music from Goldeneye in there. I yeah. didn't even know there was. And music it was from like fucking really like bothering me. I had no clue. Yeah, because like, I like I think that Bond movies, if nothing else, like I do think that the score in Bond movies is normally like pretty good because it's. It's such a, it's so like orchestral, you know right. what I mean? Like it's just flat, like background music, well, yeah. but always, it always follows yeah. the score and like sets the tone of the movie and the mood yeah. like so well. Well, the music's super important. Like you were okay. saying, it's one of the most recognizable themes and like, in like that little reprise, like that's so famous. But that little He's, chord progression happening in different orchest- orchestral ways yeah. is yeah. pretty common in he, Bond soundtrack. Yeah, totally. But you can tell, like, when it's from a different movie, though, because it has, like, different... There's, like, a different sound to like it. I, I don't know... quality, if, like... Well, like, they're using different, like... Orchestras and recordings. Voices. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it's, like, a digital thing or whatever. But anyway, like, I know one of the scenes where it happened in was uh, with the chick when they are going to shoot her. Oh yeah! Like right in the middle of the movie, they yeah. like throw in. I think that's one of the golden eye ones, but they really? like throw it in there, and it's like wildly out of place there. I I uh, I didn't. You know, I was thinking about other things when that happened, so I, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that I was particular a little scene was. There's okay. There's so many. Okay, so <laughs> I always feel bad when we're like. No, we're no, no. Go I have in. I have positive things to say about this edit. Yeah. Um, uh, because there are things about the original Skyfall that need improving, and this did it. Yeah. Now you guys haven't seen Skyfall in forever, if at yeah. all. So y'all didn't, see, y'all don't know necessarily what was cut out. So there's probably some nice things that he did I that looked, that was smoothed over for for you guys. I looked at what he had cut out, and some of the things were things that I took issue with, which is why I looked at it gotcha. because I wanted to make sure, like, because uh, all right. So full disclosure, after the film ended, I went like, oh, and then Bezo was like, what? You didn't like that or something? <laughs> and I was like, well, I kind of am pissed that I didn't watch the original. Yeah. And it's, I'm not. I am. There's just there's some things. I guess once we go through some of the edits, we can talk about it a little bit more. But um, I definitely want to revisit this. But there are some things that I think um, character wise that are missed. And I it's hard to know where that miss happens there there's um the significant okay let me first talk talk about one of the big problems with skyfall the movie uh and it has to do with character motivation actually is um so javier bardim ends up being the bad guy and uh he uh, gets captured by bond and then is uh is being held by mi6 yeah but we learn it's all an elaborate ruse he knows he's gonna get captured and uh, he has an escape plan uh, already set forth yeah in the original movie makes no sense okay and the reason why is because the only uh and there's another problem with this edit that uh, i'll get into but the only reason why uh, Bond is able to capture him is you know he follows the lead of the guy who had the uranium bullets which takes him to Shanghai yeah and he kills the guy who doesn't give up a name and he then he gets that little poker chip mm-hmm. and then he yeah. takes that to the uh, to the casino. Ca- to the casino now by then you're just like okay that's really like stretching how he got that far but when he gets to the casino in the original movie he's talking to that girl and the girl says um, I'll tell you uh, he says if 
those guys, they're about to kill you. If you survive, you can come meet me at my yacht. And then they try to kill him, which was cut out in this edit. They right. try to kill him. It's this fight scene. It's terrible. It's one of the worst Bond fight scenes of all time. There's even like a guy who gets eaten by one of those giant... Komodo dragon. Yeah, giant oh, Komodo shit, really? Yeah, it's like really lame. And, and, <laughs> it doesn't um, sound lame. But if it is lame because <laughs> if, 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 if the intent was really to get captured, then trying to kill Bond makes no sense yeah so the movie has this weird uh a, a real like it under it undermines itself trying to insert an action sequence in that moment so this edit cuts all that out and i was like that was really clever i really liked that yeah well um, it seemed really natural i didn't i didn't uh i didn't even know it was yeah because edit. she yeah. she said she instead of having the dialogue about how these guys are going to kill her kill him he she just segues to i'm i'm, I'm going to be at the yacht in an hour yeah, and then the next thing we see is this, the the establishing shot of the yacht and him arriving. So you don't you miss all the other stuff. Um, it feels like something is missing there, but I understand that that scene needs to be cut. Absolutely, it absolutely does. Sure. And the following sequence, though, is when we get to what would be now in this edit the introduction of Javier Bardem, and that is completely I mishandled. Name. Ha- Javier. Oh. Bodum. Bardem. Bodum. Bod- it's B O D E M. What? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll look it up. I don't know. I have either it way. open on my phone. Okay. I don't know I was, either way. Sorry, Shigur. I'm saying your name wrong. <laughs> Bardem. B A R D E M. Bardem. Yeah. Bardem. Is it sp- Spanish? That's Bardem, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I like you like ro- like rolling the R's. Yeah. On blah. Blah. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> the way uh, Last Survivor, and this is probably the biggest error in his edit, is the way he introduces uh, uh, that character is they're walking in the in the island that's decimated, and then it like blurs out, and you hear the voiceover of that character. And oh, it, and it fades in? And then it cuts to him talking to Bond yeah. while he's in the chair. Yeah. Now, in the original movie, uh, Bond is in handcuffs, and he's in that chair, and there's this really long shot of of this character Javier entering in the back of the room, and he starts a conversation. And he slowly walks up to Bond, and the camera's moving ever so slightly, getting him in position. At the end of this long introduction, he's talking about this, you know, an old way of how they used to kill rats on the on an island. And it was it's a really interesting little story to to set up his character and then he's in front of bond and that's the end and then it kind of has more information about how he knows all the stuff about technology and then it and then eventually he has one of the guys release bond and then that's where he that's where this edit picks up but you need that this is the introduction of the main bad guy yeah Yeah. that there that whole beginning part of that scene is really a mess it it is and it's because the editor is trying to avoid that long conversation i don't know why though he he it's a good conversation i like it uh the nature of the story is he's like you know in this populated area they were trying to get rid of the rats and so they what they did is they created this they built this big ditch and they let all the rats like they they lured the rats into the ditch and they came one by one and uh, then he says well what would you think they would do after that you think they would burn them or uh you know drown them or what buried them or bury them no what they do is they just let them sit there yeah and eventually they starve and they kill each other and then but the last two rats you don't 
you don't let them die. You take them out and feed them out in the population because now you have rats that don't eat your crops, but rats that eat other rats. Whoa, that's a cool and story. And it's fucking dark. And like, yeah. and that works with the parallels, the whole, you know, agents and, you know, they kill each yeah. other and they're now cannibalizing one another. And he's, you know, involved with killing agents with his master plan. So like, it's a great story. And it's told like he says it in one take as he's walking up to Bond and the camera's slowly like. That's you know, probably a around. pretty cool I want to dissect yeah. that. Oh, it's good. I want to dissect that scene a little bit. So there's, because you do get the initial shot of him on the island with the handcuffs. Then you do also see a shot from him in that chair prior to cutting to them standing with the gun. It's very sloppy the way that it is cut together and it does not make any sense. And one of the things, another issue that's uh, removed with that cut is that uh, we don't get a background of why he knows anything about technology. And then later on, that's like a huge crux to the his character exactly it's a it was a it's a really interesting mistake that this guy makes because last survivor doesn't seem to make these kind of editing mistakes like he seems to pretty he's pretty strong in in understanding what can be cut and what can't be cut at least based off the other edits that we at least the other edit that we've seen yeah and some of the other edits that are in this particular movie so that one really struck me as off that that he would he went that direction there that makes sense there's also like a really obnoxious uh a, a really, really obnoxious, like fade, like scene fade that was that that segues into that, right? That one crippling, right. yes. The one where it, where it focus goes out, and yeah, focus yeah, comes and you back. hear the audio yeah. from an, the other, the yeah. next scene. It's, oh my god, that was a nightmare. It's so unlike every anything that's in the movie. So that when it happens, yeah. it's, it's you know it's dark. Like, Whoa, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ugh. So it's a it's a strange problem, but because it's so obviously a problem. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, that's okay. So those that's really I mean there are other edits of course in this in this uh, piece but the introduction to uh Javier's character and um and getting there were the big cuts. I'm trying to think uh th- there was some other stuff at the end where you don't see them uh doing like a bunch of home alone shit to the house which is what they do, do in the original. Oh really? Where they like they set all these traps, you know, because they don't have a yeah. whole lot of guns. Well, it doesn't Yeah, I mean you don't None of those really come to fruition, so it's fine. Right, I because mean, he cuts them out. He cuts them out. Yeah, he yeah, cuts yeah. up the... Yeah, that scene's supposed to be quite a bit longer. Yeah, he yeah. cuts out the prep sequence where they prep the house up with all kinds of like... That uh, makes sense. Gizmos, I can see And then that. they cut out the the execution of those things out there. And it works. It looks like they have guns and they're just able to outkill them. Yeah. You know, it's a fine sequence. The, 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 the choreography is off, like because people are entering the house in one... Like you lose a sense of space because you're losing some of those things. I Yeah, I didn't. So, I mean, just personally. Yeah. And if you count yeah. the number of dead bodies, you don't see enough people die. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it still uh, it still works. Like, you laughed at the mirror thing. Like, oh, I can't believe I fell for the mirror. But in the original, they set up the mirror specifically. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, did they... Did, I don't know, because maybe I was paying attention to this a little bit closer, but... Did they do color correction on this? Because it looks really yellow and really yeah. blue. I have no idea, but this is it the... It doesn't... 
it doesn't say it in the fan edit list because uh, I checked that yeah. too because I do not believe that there wasn't some kind he, of weird touch so on that. This is what I'm thinking. And I, oh, this is what I was originally thinking. One, you know, we're watching it on your projector and it's not like it's it's kind of like midday-ish so there's light coming through and I'm like, maybe it's because Yeah, but I mean, I'm I used like, to watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No doubt. Especially at the end when it's everything's uh, darkly lit and you have, you know, yellow uh, highlights. You would, yeah. Uh, it's clear like things are getting, you know, completely outblasted and uh, yeah. and 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 the colors are completely off and the blue when the bad guy shows up and it's dark it's super dark yeah Yeah. and um and it makes me wonder if if because of the projection setup and maybe we overemphasized what it is in jurassic park but then that no rory that's what i said on the last one yeah but then rory saw the same problem on his version so so. this isn't going to come out in sequential order but we just did earlier this morning uh you'll hear it in a couple weeks but we did an interview uh with rory the cuddly uh, ninja Ninja, Uh and we talked about jurassic world which had a lot lot of of color color correction issues right right. and uh my main concern was because we watch it at our house and we have a projector that maybe it was an issue with the projector not reflecting the colors correctly but rory was actually the one that brought it up right and had an equally large issue with it (laughs) right so uh, yeah i don't know i mean it was pretty there's definitely something off with this movie what i'm gonna say is this if last survivor touched the colors of this big mistake yeah this is the most beautifully shot bond movie of of them all uh roger deakins the cinematographer the great roger deakins actually did this and you don't touch his work period (laughs) because it's just perfect now one of the things that is kind of frustrating about this edit is that it's it's not in hd yeah yes that was a big problem for me too. and the standard definition doesn't play well and certainly doesn't live up to the expectations of the cinematography and what we're looking at and that was a i don't i don't think the edit is available in hd i think he he edited i don't know he didn't have the software at the time i don't know but uh or didn't have the enough hardware to be able to do it in hd or something because it's not available in hd it's very frustrating there's actually uh, along these same lines of issues with the visuals there's another point and i think it's at the end of that same scene uh right before he captures silva mm-hmm. um but there's because there's a guy behind him with the gun pointing and he's pointing daniel craig is pointing the gun to the girl and then Silva ends up just shooting the girl. But there's like a slowdown and like the pixels just were like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Like they were trying to just like run off of the screen and get away from full, the nightmare. Full JPEG. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like with these types of movies, like HD is important. I think it is. Well, especially with the Bond movies, though, like, I mean, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, as much as a turd of a turd as it was, mm-hmm. beautiful. Like, that yeah. shit in the desert doesn't make any damn sense, but it's absolutely stunning. Well, if anything, the actually one of the great Bond sequences of all time, in my opinion, is in Quantum of Solace at the uh, the opera sequence. I don't know if y'all remember uh-huh. that so yeah. much. Uh, but that's also beautifully shot. But the, the the Deacons, like the my the fa- my favorite part of Skyfall, is the action sequence between him and the sniper inside that glass building? Mm-hmm. In yeah, Shanghai. that is so yeah. weird. Oh my it's god, so that would have been beautiful in HD. It, it is beautiful. In it's, HD. <laughs> it's that like nighttime fight is fucking yeah. sweet. That's, yeah, and that's the guns the like the guns firing and illuminating briefly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. And they have like they have such cool faces when it lights up. It's yeah. like they know it's going to. So like they're extra scowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it looks really cool. And then it uh, has like that back light. The it, like it's back. And the 
camera is slowly panning in as the fight's going on and then he yeah. like throws him over the shoulder off the thing and holds him down the camera zooms up over to get yeah. that bird's eye it's so slick yeah. yeah so good yeah that is like great however choreography and fight scene however it's preceded by the guy sniping that guy across the building and killing that other dude or whoever it is, mm-hmm. which has no relevance. I know. Yeah, why does no, it matter? Where's and the payoff this, to that? Who got killed? Why they killed? From that why is that too. Bond chick staring over there like, uh, like yeah. yeah, there's nothing there? And I'm like, that seems like that would be a relevant plot point, right? Yeah. You know, or the CIA because the CIA is the one who gave uh, MI6 the heads up of this. That's where this right, guy's right, going. Right. So you think the yeah. CIA be like, you let him kill our target? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I thought you're supposed to help us, and then maybe that has ripple effects in the plot. Like there should have been something to happen as yeah. a result of that thing, but instead Bond's just kind of like, all right, kill that, kill that dude. Then I'm gonna <laughs> jump in. Like, it was re- it's it's just so yeah. Uh, and he like waits till he shoots him. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's like I'm gonna stalk him. He's got a, he's got his wall he just like shoot him a few times in the leg or something so you can interrogate him but like he yeah. like totally lets him kill that dude and yeah uh, it's it's a, so we have this great you know amazing choreographed fight sequence that's kind of marred with the plot that's surrounding yeah. it uh, yeah you just kind of have to forget like i feel that that like that happens with like 70 percent of bond films that i watch where it's like okay there's like this weird damage control that doesn't matter so you just have to not care unless they tell you that it matters. Because typically, like, I've never seen, like, Bond do, like, a bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always like, okay, that's the bad guy. He's he's, not, he's just going to elude him. And then mm-hmm. you're gonna he's going to fight him in a big out him, yeah. That's all it is. It's uh, I mean, that's kind of why Bond fucking sucks. I don't too. think so. Because I... Th- I, I agree to a certain extent, but however, I think that with Daniel Craig, and this is what I was kind of hinting at at the beginning, I think with the Daniel Craig series, it's a lot more intelligent and it makes him a more realistic character. Oh, yeah. He has this huge pain from his wife getting killed in the first one or his girlfriend or whatever. And that carries over into the second one. And now in this one, he's confused. The way that it's supposed to play out is that he's confused about his relationship with M given a multitude of things that have happened. The opening scene where he gets, where she gives the go ahead to get shot. In addition to the shit that Silva is telling him about how he got fucked over by M. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to like create this like moody, angsty shit with him. And I think that some of these like steps, these scenes that were removed, these minor changes totally change the, what makes a bond or what makes the Daniel Craig bond really interesting. Uh- I don't know that they existed that prominently, but I I think if you're paying close attention, like if you really enjoy the character yeah. and you're paying attention to it, I think that those are like the things that you like latch on to with him. The the thing, the best part of the Bond movies, and I, I see the same thing in the Jason Bourne series, is that in, the, like those movies, in the middle of an action record. sequence, you can see him thinking. And yeah. and figuring out like a salute like like the sequence in the opening action sequence for example where he jumps into that crane and turns it around and it creates like a shield so the guy can't shoot him now he gets mm-hmm. hit be- before that happens but yeah. like that's really clever to use that as a sh- and then he he's able to double down and use it as a device to get into the other car mm-hmm. um, so like I, I like that part where you see them thinking and so when it yeah. when it plays to that you're like oh it's a little smart I can keep up with this and I'm in, in intellectually engaged in what's going on even though it's supposed to be a lame brain action movie um 
but then when the movie undercuts that in, in even small ways, that's when I start getting taken off. So for example, like in the opening action sequence, Bond comes into this room, there's dead people around, the hard drive's stolen. That's all we need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't need to know. Like, first off, all of the characters involved should already know what's on the hard drive and why that's relevant. We can figure it out. All the characters don't need to explain it to one another, but that's what the movie does. So you have like, you got to get that hard drive. It's got the list. Yeah. And then later on, we need, it's got the list of agents. You know, you got to get that. And it's like, hey, these guys are, we, they know the mission. You don't need to explain it to them, <laughs> but you're explaining it. So you're setting up the, uh, the audience for what's going on. It would have been much better to cut out those lines of dialogue. And just, we understand that he's after the hard drive and that's all we need to know. And then the next sequence, when Mallory um, Ray Fiennes is talking to him, he says, you lost the list of the names. And now we, now it gets revealed to the audience what it is. I, I, but because they like drop all those little expositional things in the beginning and it's like oh, that's the stuff that really gets uh-huh. on my nerves because it's like it's clearly like okay you don't quite understand what's going on and we don't trust you to figure it out so we're, sure. gonna, we're gonna poke you with stupid dialogue yeah yeah I mean you can even show it you can even hold it until M gets the thing and she does what you're never supposed to do and click here when it says click here <laughs> uh, and, and then it like goes to it's the like, that's clearly like an old woman doesn't know I bought the win a thousand dollars. Congratulations, you've won. <laughs> and then yeah, she just clicks on it. Right. But yeah, you could do that when when it's like when it's like oh that's what they have. It's like oh they have the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like oh they're revealing people's names. I don't know. You could leave it to that. I do like. I want to go back to like when I thought the exact same thing. When you're like the thing I like about Bond is when you can see him thinking and. Uh, I thought the exact same thing today when we were watching that when um, when they're doing the shoot the shot glass off of her head uh-huh. and you can see him thinking like oh how am I going to get out of this and then like after the dude shoots her in the face yeah it's like two movements and he has everybody killed yeah and then the helicopters are right there and you're like whoa yeah 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 that's nuts yeah and uh in the original, when he's doing that long diatribe scene, he's he goes to Bond. He says, "You know, M is setting you up, yeah, to come up against me. Like you never passed any of your physicals." Oh, and so he's he like, knows. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, look, here's all." He pulls up his ratings. He's like, "You failed this. You failed that. Your marksmanship is down. You like he, M sent yeah. you on a on a mission that you can't live through. Why do you trust her? You know, yeah. like she. So she it seems like he's me. more like poking at him. And yeah, stuff. and that's why w- when he gives him the handgun to shoot the glass off, it makes a, more sense because he doesn't have because he trusts that he doesn't yeah. have the marksmanship anymore. I can see that. Making but then sense. of course, he, the what where Bond has marksmanship is when he's under a lot of pressure. Yeah, and he like like kills all those guys. Really yeah, quick, which is sick. That scene's super cool. And then you see the helicopters, and you're like, "Whose helicopters are they?" Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, they're bonds." Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, yeah. That scene's really cool. I really like that scene. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's it's well done, except for um, Bond seems to be in the original like he's completely emotionless that this girl just gets killed right in front of him. and there's no yeah there's no like re- ever there's never a scene that reflects back to it like no. you know that's kind of shitty like yeah you know, he's like zero fucks yeah yeah that's like the whole thing what i was saying it's like i uh, fucking damage control you just like you you just you have to suspend that and just be like she died like whatever and the fact that he doesn't care it's a bond film that yeah. happens with, she's a hot pocket baby yeah <laughs> that happens with like seven to ten people in every bond film so. fair enough fair enough, fair enough. 
I don't know. What else do I have? <laughs> uh, um, so uh, some of the other stuff that's uh, that's been edited in this, um, there are some little uh, tweaks of dialogue here and there. I remember earlier on in the movie, there's a a line where they talk about um, uh, Ray Fiennes' character, about what his history is, and uh, and um, Bond. Oh, you know what it was? Um, in the original, um, uh, before he goes into the Shanghai... Um, uh, um, casino before he goes in the casino he's you know he's shaving and uh penny pennywise what's his name money penny <laughs> money, money penny <laughs> that is the most pennywise redundant is name. fucking the name of it <laughs> yeah right Ay-ay-ay. money penny money penny walks in and she, and, the, and she has some like oh you use that you actually use a straight razor and he goes yeah like all things are just now in this edit it cuts right there to them entering into the uh in the place in the original that and that scene plays out further and she actually ends up shaving him like <laughs> and it's like this weird sort of like intimacy that doesn't quite work and Whoa. there's a lot of lines of dialogue about more exposition about characters and, and Mount Mallory and I was really glad to see that was cut out yeah um, it was a good place to end it like it had a punchline so to speak sometimes I like things traditional I mean it's not the best punchline but at least it gets out yeah. of there yeah it was definitely like what the fuck's the point of this but whatever and then when she is at the end my name's Money Penny I'm like that's fucking most redundant name ever like why is no, your name no do you know who that is Money Penny is a common is a character in all of the Bond movies yeah, yeah I know that yeah that's like the the, the, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I thought yeah. that was great. I didn't see that coming at all, and I was just like, "Ah, that's so sweet." The, the one thing that this movie does do well is it does set up at the very the last little you know epilogue. It does kind of set up what, what's going to be the famous Bond you know uh, tropes with right. M. M is no longer played by a woman; it's played by a man. Right. And, and Money Penny is you know established as the um, the love secretary. the sort of the sec- the sexy secretary love interest kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, sexual tension secretary. Uh, and then bond onto a new mission. And um, so that's really, and it's kind of like out of nowhere that that happens, even though it's all obviously unfolding into the movie. Mm -hmm. So that's a nice little uh, touch there Mm -hmm. um, to have in the end. And this edit doesn't do anything to tarnish that. So, um, so that's good. Uh, But Skyfall in a sense is still like a, a problematic movie because the film seems to get smaller as the movie goes on. Like okay. like action wise, or well, just like plot wise and scope. Like uh, okay, so he you know he successfully derails an entire subway. That's pretty cool. And then uh, and then makes an attack on you know Parliament or something yeah. like that. And then it's like okay, we're gonna go out to a small house in the middle of nowhere. And like the th- again, yeah. we have this weird sort of problem with not figuring out how to make the third act well, really. I sell. think I think what it's trying to do, like the film. Uh, not the edit or whatever, but I think the film is trying to do this whole thing where it's like returning to his origins, mm-hmm. but it doesn't punch it up enough. Like you really need to, cause she makes a thing. Uh, M makes a, 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 like kind of throwaway line of like orphans make the best agents. So it's right. like, okay, so his parents are dead and he's returning to the house of his dead parents. Right? That's the point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a whole other conversation yeah. about it. In addition to the fact that Silva, when he's walking up to the church, sees their graves. Ethan, what yeah. movie were you watching? No, I'm just saying, I don't think it, I don't think <laughs> well, it's like, I don't think it's 
I don't think it, it doesn't have weight to it. It doesn't feel weighty. What I'm saying is that where's the consequences of the, of the, of the subway? Where's the consequences of the attack attack on parliament? Where are the consequences of, you know, escalating the screenplay, getting bigger and bigger. Instead, the screenplay hides and says, we're going to go small. And I understand like the point is like, well, we don't want to go conventional bond route and have a big third act. That's completely unbelievable where he's fighting on the moon and shit. So like we go back to like a a smaller setting just to, you know, spice it up or, or whatever. But, but it feels like each one of these things doesn't have a consequence for what it is like the like the guy who gets killed in the uh, by the sniper yeah. you know like where's the consequence with that i don't really know well we silva has lives in this uh, abandoned my, uh, uh, island like yeah. oh now we found him and we found all of his gadgets <laughs> you know where's the consequence of finding all that is like you would think he wouldn't be able to have control all of the things that he's doing in london if they just turn off all of his shit in his little island home. i think yeah. you two are both addressing the same thing that is the issue with this movie the the movie's like well we need to like cater to an audience that wants to see like an action blockbuster film mm-hmm and so they just want a bunch of big action sequences. But then we also need to cater to the fans that are like, I like Daniel Craig as the new Bond. And I like the story that they're following because it's closer to the actual novels. And it's a more intelligent spy or whatever. But the problem is that you can't have both of those movies in one movie. That's what I'm saying. The two well. electric magnets. <laughs> yeah. The more you engage in Bond stuff, the more it ends up being a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. The, the Bond tropes, you know, that we, that you, on one hand, like you like, of course we like that. The, this, you know, the super suave spy. That sounds badass. I and, think. I think they kind of have an easy in too with like the whole terrorism thing because it seems like he it just seems like he's a fucking terrorist when he blows up mi6 so it's like they sure. they can totally just kind of i don't know they don't like they can make it more terrorism philly i don't fucking well know. it could have yeah. been different if they wouldn't have gone i mean to go with what you were saying like if if they would have just you could have maintained the moodiness if you would have pushed at the conversation of or the doubt of M le- being like legitimately there for him. Mm-hmm. Like if you would have played with that dynamic, you could have maintained the moodiness and like what this movie should have been about. And instead of going back to the orphanage or the home or whatever, you could have gone to fucking wherever, go to yeah. Turkey or some shit. Like it doesn't matter where you're going. And yeah, and there's no, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of relevance of going back to the house except to say that's Bond's house where he grew up. Right. Yeah. But it plays into though, like, like trying to, because that, that's like definitely the tone that is trying to I know, go it's into trying this to movie. Be more, this, look how relevant this is. Yeah, but it's, well, it's it not, I don't think it's like relevance. I just think it's no, like, I, I, mean, I mean that in quotes almost. I, yeah. well, I don't mean it like that. I, I mean, like, I, I think that this movie is like his like teenage years. It's like I, now I'm over my wife's situation. Like I died literally at the beginning of the movie. That's the bookend of like being mm-hmm. in, in captivated by this previous romance. And now I'm going to have issues with my mom. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I mean, it's like such like a, it's his teen years. Yeah. yeah culminating I, with mom dying. Yeah. I wish that those, those strings were more, that were more thick and more obvious. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't, 
she doesn't she is not a nurturing mother whatsoever <laughs> i mean except that she's going to put him in harm's way and think sentimentally about him it's like it's like a weird sort of they don't have a, a, a maternal kind of relationship right yeah. except in the very superficial sense that he's an old woman and he's a young man I'm going to say, like, the one, what's her, I can't think of him's name. Judy, Judy Dench. Dench. Judy Dench, Dench yeah. yeah. Madam. Uh, the one thing about her in this, it's like, her fucking acting sucks in this film. Like, uh, when MI6 blows up, and then her face after, like, watching it blow up is so terrible. Really? Yeah. I didn't it, notice, I didn't really take note on I that. I was just like, oh, my God. It, it just took me out of it, because it's like, if you're literally you witness a terrorist attack at your office, at your office from when, like when you're the head of MI6, when you're the head of MI6, and her face is just kind of like, huh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She should have collapsed. At yeah, that she point. should have totally like. Oh, it should have been a face of like terror. Yeah, yeah, but she. Do yeah. you think? I mean, aren't like they not supposed to? Yeah, like she is like. Aren't fuck, you she supposed is about to be close stoic? To a, she is about as close to a robot as you can. Yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, but isn't that like your job? Yeah, but, but if, you, think, if I, you break that stoicism, then that's it's like it. fuck. That's why it adds the relevance. That's of where what it we adds really the think. weight of yeah, it because you're yeah, like that's a good point. You, she is so stoic, and then it's like, what does it take to break down that stoicness? Something fucking horrible right. to happen and the fact you could uh you know now that you say that you could build off of that because the, the if she did break down in that moment it's not because oh her office got blowed up real good it's that she sees <laughs> she sees she can already see how this is going to have consequences yeah and destroy mi6's relevance and then yeah. really uh hinder the ability to yeah know, she needs to be like i looked into the face of the devil sounds like you guys are just a bunch of sexists that just typically <laughs> stereotypically want to see women and cry on camera. No, I just no, if, like, if you, you fucking need, see a building. I know I'm up, making a I joke. Know. Calm <laughs> down, Jesus Christ! Fucking didn't mean to trigger you, Ethan. <laughs> fucking triggered. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought I that scene I wrote down because I was like, I was like, they they need to. There's no gravitas. There's no weight to this film. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, another, yeah. You don't see the consequences of things starting to add up. Everything's just kind of gets swept under the carpet every 15 minutes. Well, maybe so. that's why he chose that shitty music it's probably <laughs> it's probably because they're so british <laughs> that's what sucks about bond uh <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah who uh, has the next bond been announced yet is yeah, it been confirmed the, the who who's gonna play the next bond yeah, yeah i don't think so because there was like the rumor for a while about idris elba yeah but they're saying the same problem with uh, that happened with dennis uh with uh, daniel craig is that the guy's too old now it's such a bummer though because he, yeah. he's like if, if we would have th- if we would have captured like him 10 years going ago, up in degrees yeah, yeah. Yeah, of hotness sick, is what i'm talking one. about uh, <laughs> right. daniel craig is like a 10 but like idris elba is like a fucking three million like, why, why don't we do lady bond baby really what lady we need? well they did want to do that they, there was the whole Julian, campaign for uh, gillian, gillian yeah gillian uh fucking what the anderson fuck? anderson yeah really yeah yeah, yeah. well she, she posts too old for it well, well no, no way she, she looks fucking amazing yeah, she looks now she's are you be kidding in, me she's gotta be in her mid-40s yeah though. but she's a fucking hot yeah she's she a total looks babe. amazing you can't ask somebody like the reason why daniel craig is pulling out is because he doesn't have this but he stamina looks, to keep doing it. no i don't think so he just looks older now no, no he's he, uh, from what he said it was that he 
before each before filming he has to spend six months getting his body into shape and then every day of filming he has to do two hours of working out to maintain the physique and and keep up and like he just can't do that at 45 yeah well i don't know i mean yeah she is older but she is like in like super good shape well, she gonna... does film that she has that detective show the fall or whatever Fair enough, but when you start a new bond the whole point is to catch him in their late 20s early 30s so you can get 10 years of bond I don't movies want yeah. a fucking 20 year old to be bond well, like the other thing about the Gillian, uh, whatever her name is, Anderson, do- Anderson doing uh, Bond. Go ahead. What's that noise? It's kind of a weird like noise. It's a fan, I think. I don't think it's a fan. It's like it's outside or something. Yeah, someone's got a... Can people hear that? I don't know. It's not, I mean, you know, it's like lawn, it sounds like lawn it's, equipment. Someone's doing. It's so late. Why are you? <laughs> it's dark outside. It's Why dark, are you yeah. doing lawn stuff? <laughs> Sorry, it just kept bothering me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The one thing about her doing it was, I'm pretty sure like 90 percent of it was like a Twitter joke that she ran with. Like uh, it's it, not serious. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I mean, she was never a serious contender. It was like something that yeah. someone like jokingly said on Twitter, and then a bunch of people were like, "Oh man, that yeah. would actually be like really be cool. tight." And then she was like, "Wow, like I would definitely do that if that was even like a thing a that existed right. in my world." I think she would make a fucking sweet. So do I. Bond. I think no, she would be great. Our, if we're gonna go female Bond, what was that? What was that movie we watched with the um, with the Gary Busey? I swear to God, if you're talking about that. Fucking Fucking boob ass chick in that <laughs> dude. She was badass. Wait, what oh my god! Chick? The one in the what Mad Max. Yeah, the, the one Mad that Max Mad Max ripped off. Whatever. Bounty killer. Oh, Bounty killer, dude. Awesome. She was. Tight. She was pretty cool. Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think she's gonna land that gigantic role of James Bond with her like three IMDb credits. <laughs> they can, like, get, her, they no can get her. They can get her on the cheap. Yeah. What, no what did Daniel Craig have when he landed Bond? He's been in like a shit ton cake. of movies. <laughs> Wait, what? Layer cake. What's that? <laughs> well, he was in a few British movies. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know who he was. Snatch. In I think he uh, Lockstock or one of those like you yeah, know Gary, uh, Guy Ritchie Guy things. Ritchie, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, because I remember when they were like, when they were like, oh, Daniel Craig's going to be Bond. Everybody's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking and about. People lost their shit. It's like, he's not even a brunette. <laughs> he's like blonde. It's like, we've never had a blonde Bond. Oh, it's like, God. come on, guys. No. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'm like, I'm like racking my brain right now for like who I would. Paul Dano. Paul Dano Paul Bond, Dano. baby. So here's oh, what. Here's what. Be so good. No, no, no. Here's Fat no. Bond. Fat Bond. Here's Fat what, Bond. If, if, if Netflix wants to rake in a couple hundred million dollars, they need to create the Bond uh, uh, Netflix series where he's an orphan. It's, when he's a kid? Yeah, and the series ends when he gets hired by MI6. Yeah, that's an easy way to make some dinero. Yeah. That, like a Smallville sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's more like a Gotham. Yeah. I mean, it's the same fucking yeah, idea, yeah, the, just like exploiting the, the, the origin story. Exactly. Yeah. Make a big series out of it. That would be cool. You know what cool. the Skyfall reminded me of hmm. uh like the actual setting like as soon as they rolled up i'm like this is the fucking this is the estate from fox catcher <laughs> it's like i was just like St- they're gonna go in there that steve it's corral with a big like, nose co- uh, we're gonna wrestle <laughs> <laughs> who would you want to be your bond though i like who's like a 20 year old actor that you think no it has to be a british guy right well, the, that's the yeah, thing? that's the that's kind I, of the thing. Or you could have like a shitty American do it. Yeah. I mean, there's that kid, Tom Hardy. No, the the kid from Star Wars, but now he's fucking Han tied Solo. up with Star Wars yeah. forever. Yeah, he was in that Hail Caesar movie. Yeah. Uh, wait, who did he play in Hail Caesar? Like the, the cowboy kid from Attack the oh. Block. You know, who yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. Stormship Trooper. Yeah. 
the black guy? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that'd be cool. It's weird. Like, as I get older, I get less familiar with all the names and faces of rising stars and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, I'm really disconnected from who are all the hot 20-year-old yeah, actors same. right now. Like, yeah. like, IMDb will pop up, but here's all the, the all these birthdays of kids in their 20s, people in their, adults in their 20s. I'm just like, I don't know any of these people. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the thing is that, like, now, I... I get what, I get what you're saying totally like I definitely don't I mean that was one of the reasons why I brought it back to that question because I don't sure, really like know clueless, any actors yeah. that are that age or whatever um, but the thing is that like a lot of the movies that are targeting that demo are the the actors are like hipster kids so it's like a fucking hipster kid like wouldn't be able and they're all like indie movies now like dope and like the earl and the dying girl were like huge and like paper towns and shit it's like those aren't people that could play bond like get out of here i don't know you give somebody you give them a a good physical trainer and you know and say you get your body in shape uh, or or else you don't make the 10 million dollar paycheck and they could buff up and like hell yeah like Like, that miles kid or whatever (laughs) from chris uh, Chris pratt you know to get into miles kid from uh the drum movie oh yeah 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 simmons yeah 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 whiplash yeah Yeah, from whiplash because he was in Fantastic Four, yeah, but, yeah. He, but now he's in like a military movie. Well, so no one like likes he, him anymore because he like had that weird like hissy fit, like I'm hot shit thing. For uh, I don't a know minute. about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was like one of the excuses as to why Fantastic Four bombed. <laughs> my no. vote, my vote is still for cutting up Paul Dano and putting Paul da- putting the buffed or just keep it the like do fat Brian Wilson Paul Dano is Bond. <laughs> what if you like, had you know what would be that nuts? Would fucking rule because it actually could work and like. A couple of years when Daniel Craig's like done with this because isn't the next one his he's last? Done. He's already done. Oh, Spectre yeah. was it for him? Yeah, yeah. He, he signed on to do another one called Bond Twenty Five, but after Spectre, he's like, I can't do this. Uh, anymore. what about Daniel Craig or not? Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Harry too. Potter, and then yeah. that would be like a weird jump, but he's like ripped though. Yeah, he can get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like and I he's think, a like, good actor. I think he's too. a good enough actor to handle. But his face, I don't know if his face is like. Yeah, he's a little. He's got. He's got a very um esoteric kind of it definitely yeah. not, not like Wispy. traditional yeah. yeah not a traditional it always seems like with handsome. bond they always pick like kind of a classic handsome looking dude, dude. Yeah, yeah, and they kind of job. they always like they always like, <laughs> they always kind of they seem to figure out a way to like with their casting like kind of pluck someone not out of like obscurity but someone kind of fringy just on the so, fringe so yeah. then so then it's like when you see them every time you see them you're like that's oh, the new bond. I got it. Like, right. It's like it's like with Doctor Who, where they're like, "That's the new Doctor," and then yeah. it's like you just have to. They just accept it, and they don't have them in their head as Correct. like being. I got it. I, I know who mean. it would be. Mm. Paul Dano. No. Uh, wow, that was worth it. Uh, fuck, I forgot his. <laughs> totally <name>. worth it. <laughs> the what's the guy that? Oh my god, why I like had his name a second uh, ago from what, what movie? From what show? Pineapple Express, not Seth Rogen. James Franco? His little brother. Oh, his little brother. Dave Franco? Dave yes. Franco. No, no, not Why? No. He's not British. He's not British, but yeah. he does have like the look, though. Yeah, he's got Ugh. the look. He's yeah. Got, he's a no, I could. What about Zac Efron? Ew. Ugh. No, yeah, Dave Franco, Zach, you can't uh, fucking. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think. Zac Efron looks exactly like Dave Franco. I don't, Franco. I don't, I don't agree. Exact same. Yeah, 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 I mean, they're both like shitty actors, yeah. but I'm just saying like I think facial. Zach's pretty good. 
Ew. I think that like facial feature wise, no, not like Dave Franco has like that like classic like eye where it's like yeah. kind of like squinty Ugh. and like a hate, furrow I brow. Maybe get the Clint Eastwood son. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what Clint. Who's Clint Eastwood? Scott son? Eastwood or something. What like did that? he do? He's he gonna be in Suicide Squad. Out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Why me worry or whatever the Joker? Uh, he's is not, he the Joker? He's not Jared no, Leto. <laughs> Will you buy me a T-shirt you from know Hot Topic? Jordan, Jordan Cantalano cannot yeah. read Ethan. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, will you buy me some exclusive Suicide Squad merchandise? No. They sell the hairbrush at Hot Topic. That's amazing. Yeah. Ugh. Why me? Why so scared? <laughs> fucking dude. Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. It's going to be fucking lame. Uh, I, fucking every, comic book movie. Every suck. time I see a new trailer for it, I get less enthused. So it just looks so stupid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Like... I don't yeah, I don't know how they're going to play it off. I mean Batman's going to be in it so that's going to be cool. Yeah, but Batman sucks too. No, Batman's pretty badass right now. <laughs> Sorry, the bat the bat flick is pretty sick. What? Yeah, B- Batman versus Superman? The Batman in that was pretty awesome, yeah. Oh, that dude. That dude, fuck, this dude, some of the stupid. best fight scenes, Batman fights. Are right you going to go yeah. see um Wonder Woman? Yeah, probably. Really? You want to go see it together? Yeah, I'll be down for that. Ah. Date. What? <laughs> uh, GBTM date. Hey, everybody. Uh, this goes out to you, too. If you want to go see Wonder Woman, go ahead and meet us at the South Lamar Alamo Draft House. Right, right. I uh, I do want to see um, the Farting Kid movie. I haven't seen that. I'm Swiss surprised. Army Man. I thought you guys would be all yeah, over that. Yeah, we haven't seen it's, Swiss yeah. Army Fucking Man. Paul Dano, baby. No doubt. The only guy that makes me feel comfortable in my own body. <laughs> he's, seen, the, he's the only, he's like literally the only actor, like the only actor that I look at and like sympathize yeah, like, yeah. like genetically, like with that weird like genetic level yeah, where I'm yeah. like, where I'm like, yeah, you're fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it for us medium fat boys. I want to go see Sausage Party too comes out yeah. this weekend or next yeah, weekend. Yeah, I want to see that too. Yeah, cool, yeah. Got good I reviews. I haven't gone, I haven't gone to the by. theater in like three weeks. Yeah. It's been forever. It's been yeah. a really long time. So, there hasn't been much good. I mean, the Swiss Army Man was interesting, but I didn't, yeah. I, I have this weird thing. Like if I don't see the movie on opening weekend, the odds of me seeing it in the movie like plummet. Decrease like, by like 80% More or something. than that. It's like <laughs> drastically high. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Fucking, what's her name? Uh, Aaron and Putty is that his name? Putty. Oh yeah. Yeah, they went and they went and saw it, and he was saying it was like really good. He was like Swiss Army Man. Yeah, he really dug it. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like I was talking to him about the Lobster. Did you go see that? You you haven't seen the Lobster? I I, he's so good. Fucking Colin Farrell. Yeah, I love him. He's also so hot. He's hot, but my God, like yeah. his accents in movies. What? I don't care. You know what? I I'm don't not fucking even a, give a shit. I'm not He's even a great an accent guy. guy. You know that he was like yeah. a huge advocate for gay marriage in, in Ireland. Yeah. Well, that's cool, but like, what you, a great guy! Yeah, but that, that doesn't excuse his his Texan accent in uh, uh, Crazy Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about Crazy Heart? <laughs> like, he, he like a country music singer. Like, he cannot hide his Irish accent. Uh, like, it's like, I mean, like if you listen to his natural accent in um, what's it called? Uh, in Bruges, in Bruges, or it's like, okay, dick is that? You know, like, you can't even freaking listen to the guy. And then he's like trying to do like a Texas country <laughs> musician. No, that's the. 
the best. I love that. That's yeah. my favorite thing. In fact, if you watch him in Crazy Heart, you can see him like hiding his face as he's talking because he does. like he's really embarrassed. That's the best, though. You know what, Beasley? Like, you need to get out there more. You need to meet some people from Ireland and, and like, then ask them to say things in a Texan accent. And, like, I can it's show the funniest you. shit. <laughs> hilarious. I can show you. And there's also some really terrible line reads in Minority Report that I just I can't not. If I, if I ever do an edit of Minority Report, it's basically going to be cutting out all of the really bad <laughs> line reads from Colin Farrell. Oh, man. That's such a good movie, though. Minority uh, Report, I don't know why. I, it always reminds me of Vanilla Sky, and I've never seen it's Vanilla because Sky. It's, it's Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. I've never, they're both sounding like alternate reality. Yeah, kind of I've never seen fringy. Vanilla Sky. Oh, Is it oh good? it's good. Yeah, it's Speaking good. of Tom Cruise, you want to know We watched what, it together, and you fell asleep. You want to know what movie I have never seen? Eyes that Wide my, Shut. My, I've seen most of Eyes Wide Shut, but mm. I don't remember it that much. I only remember the mass scene. But uh, fuck it, a movie that I've never seen that I ran across a clip the other day that I've never seen that I want to see. Jer- Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah, it's good. Show, Show me, me the, the money. money. Show me the money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. see it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Can we watch it? Yeah, you want to have like a, a we'll Cameron do- Crow party? Oh, Ugh. that'd be okay. Vanilla Sky is Cameron Crowe, and, so, yeah. and Jerry Maguire is. And Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Oh, so we can do. We we should do a podcast on Jerry Maguire and and Vanilla Sky, just yeah. for no reason. Okay. Yeah, well, no, those definitely match up perfectly. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll just talk about them because I've never seen it. But we do have to. We do have to find a copy and watch it on VHS, and then send it to Everything Is Terrible. Because have you seen what Everything Is Terrible has been doing no. for the past nine years? No. Do you know what Everything is Terrible is? No. It's like this weird found footage thing. They used to be based out of uh, Ohio, I think, and then now they're based out of like California. But um, they just do like weird like VHS found footage stuff and like they cut it together really weird to make it like... It's like TV carnage. They just mm. like make it look like fucked up. And it's like, oh, this is funny because it's like found footage. It's like, uh, you know how people used to circulate tapes before yeah, the yeah, internet yeah, yeah, existed? It was yeah, like yeah. viral video. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what Everything is Terrible is kind of like. And uh, Was that the, like the source of how... Um, the uh, Indiana Jones movie got kind of circled around. No, I don't think Indiana Jones. They, I mean, I'm sure that those guys maybe had something to do with it. But okay. everything is terrible. Is they're not they're not really like that. But um, anyway, what they've been doing for the past like uh, nine years or something is they've been having fans, and they have a lot of fucking fans. They've uh-huh. been having them send uh, every copy of Jerry Maguire on VHS that they can find to them. That is so strange. And they're trying to build a pyramid in the desert out of Jerry Maguire VHS tapes. <laughs> and they have like 13,000 right now or something. <laughs> yeah. They have a fucking shit ton. Like I have one friend, one friend yeah. who has sent them 25 tapes. Dang. Just one person I know that they just go out because they're like every time you go to a Goodwill or shit, yeah, yeah, you see just, like five or six. They're like always there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should uh, check that out. I'll, I'll show you the photo when that's we get gonna, done. In a hundred years, that's going to end up uh, p- paralleling the story with the old Pac-Man video game. I don't know if you know this story, but the Pac-Man or something came out for like the Atari. Oh, the E.T. game. The E.T. Yeah, game. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, They yeah, buried yeah. like a silo full of them. Yeah, because the it sucks deserts so Deserts of Nevada just to get rid of it. Yeah. And then like somebody figured out where it was and rediscovered them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so if I remember correctly, this is a fan edit podcast. So just to, <laughs> <laughs> to recap real quick, because I think we're kind of running out of the... Yeah. I mean, we always kind of talk about uh, movies yeah, at the end. Just that's true. That's true. Like, once we kind of get it out of our system and we go yeah. back to what we want to talk about. Uh, I, I just want to wrap up here. Uh, okay. 
Last Survivor, really liked the Icarus edit. He did another edit that of a Bond movie that got a lot of credit, won the fan edit of the month when it came out. Nice. Uh, of, on, on His Majesty's Secret Service, which mm-hmm. I haven't seen the original yet. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's that? It's, an, uh, it's a Bond movie with Roger Moore. Yeah, it's one of the early Bond movies. Okay. Yeah. And apparently it's got a lot of really bad stuff in it, but he was able to polish, give it a really good polish. And yeah, cool. a lot of people liked really, it. It has a really, really good reading. Yeah. I was looking through some of its other edits. Yeah, yeah. maybe we should check this out. Or that well, out. he also Possibly. has like Friday the 13th and like... He's got some horror stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be interested in doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's well, been it's a while. Like, We've will, taken a break from, from the horror, horror <laughs> for like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It is itch, baby. It is almost October. Oh, speaking of which... That's right. Not to derail us again, but uh, so I we had seen uh, the Woods trailer and yeah. it got announced at Comic Con that it's fucking Blair Witch, Hell yeah. a, a sequel to Blair Witch. Do you want to go see it they're, and do a podcast about uh, it? Yeah, they're, so it's like a, we're ignoring Book of Shadows. Yeah, and they're it's, cutting it's out Book of Shadows from oh, the movie. Good. So yeah. it's just the the premise is that oh, this, it's a remake. No, uh, it's Fuck. it's a, a, along the lines of like a continuation like, of the original story. So yeah. this guy. Okay, so it's not like Book of Shadows where like they live in a world where the Blair Witch tapes exist. Well, they do because this guy, they acknowledge. So in the trailer, uh, these kids are like, I don't know where my brother is. I need to go find him. Uh, I know he was going to go hiking through here or something. Presumably one of the characters from the show, from the first one? N- no, I don't okay, think so. Just, I'm uh, not just sure. A, okay. Just someone else. <laughs> I'm really I'm like, I'm asking a lot of questions. They don't, well, they don't show like tie. what the brother looks like or whatever. But anyway, so then they're like, oh, well, your brother was always, that's like around the area where the Blair Witch stuff happened. And she's like, oh yeah, my brother like does like that stuff. Maybe that's where he is. Oh, okay. So so they go to the town and then it's again found footage just like the original Blair Witch. Oh, really? But they also include other elements of modern horror. So it's not just POV. It's not just found footage. It's huh. like a so whole a reinterpretation. Reinterpretation. Re- <laughs> really yeah, Bye, guys. Uh, it's been real. At Donna underscore uh, Bouchard. It's part of the October Scarefest thing. That sounds like it should be. Is it going to come it out in October? It comes out in September. It oh, comes out okay. September 19th, I think. Okay, and okay. I want to go see it opening night. Yeah, so mark yeah. your calendars. Again, right. you y'all, find us at South <laughs> subscribers, <laughs> you can find us at South Lamar Alamo Draft House. <laughs> if you live in the Austin area, come say what's up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to just do a little quick little recap for Last Survivor. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. I I liked a lot of the changes here. He fixed one of the big problems of the original with the the motivation of uh, uh of Silva's of Silva. That's the bad guy. Yeah. About how he interacts with the MI6 and that it was all a master plan. Um. I I really wish it was in HD. I really wish that the there wasn't a weird color correction thing that really makes it look awful because Roger Deakins is like the great cinematographer of our of our day. Um. Uh, I, I really don't like the introduction to Silva. I think we can all agree that that was the worst glaringly uh, problematic part with the exception of the opening song, which could have been fixed yeah. or redone to something that's more appropriate. Um, but there's a lot of little tiny trims along the way that really show that there is an edit of Skyfall that's potentially out there that could really um, make, the I think, a, the best version of that movie. I don't think in the end, when it's all said and done, that we're going to look back and go, that's a, now, now it's a great Bond movie and you want to share it with your friends. Uh, but it would be a market improvement over it. He at least demonstrated that you can improve the original. Yeah. and uh, But not, not to the degree that it could be, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's lawn work. Uh, 
Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Uh, it's literally pitch black outside yeah, right now. Seriously, I don't understand <laughs> it. It's blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, On a Saturday night, no less. Maybe yeah. it's like a generator or something. Who, why would you need a generator? I don't know. That guy has all those solar panels across the street. Maybe the sun went bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean like i thought it was okay uh it's not my favorite but it's also like you're you're trying to convince me on a subject that i don't really care about i mean it's the same thing like with the superman movies that we run into with yeah. me specifically yeah. where i'm like where i'm like you're a uh, wrong audience and also i don't like it so yeah yeah i to wrap it up because yes I, to wrap it up. I i completely agree with you i think that you hit all of the marks i am I am actually kind of disappointed in this uh, edit. Mm-hmm. However, that is to say we've we've been talking for the last couple minutes about doing another one. I'm very interested in checking out some of the uh, other edits. I do think that you can do a good job. Unfortunately, this one just misses the mark for me. And I really, you really need to do this one in HD. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it screens it. it yes. Screens it. All right. Uh, Wait, really quick before we go, I want you to look at that. This is the most recent thing they've done with it. Where they built a throne. Oh, I saw they built that. a throne. That is like an iron throne of Jerry Maguire oh, Jerry VHS Maguire tapes. VHS tapes. That yeah, is but they're, they're, the, the, I guess the main thing, the end goal, is to build a pyramid out in, yeah, the, desert. in the desert. Desert with it. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, well, yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, doing another episode with me. No problem. I'm always great. Feature this and I love um, doing it. Do y'all want to do some quick plugs here? Yeah. Oh, uh, at Donna underscore bourgeois, and you can check out my show, uh, Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl. On the topic of video, right? Video yeah, games? Video yeah, video games. Yeah. So, if you right. uh, Ethan Billups, E-T-H-A-M-B-I-L-I-P-S. Uh, just search that. You'll find me on Twitter, at X4ERB. Uh, check out our new show, FCC Presents, too. Uh, it's It's been it's been solid. Where it's you, good. Where, do you, where, where, can we, where can listeners uh, get the whole iTunes, that? Stitcher, uh google play anywhere really anywhere podcasts are um is that under the body tape international yeah body body tape intl will probably get you to finding it too um but yeah what are you doing this is fucking with the mic (laughs) sorry sorry everyone yeah if you just look uh, fcc presents with the semicolon after it then you'll find it yeah just to clarify uh body tape international is the network that's going to be housing feature this gary Town massacre a dorito girl and uh dorito boy Mountain, Mountain Boy and Dorito Girl, Mountain uh, Dude. FCC Presents. FCC and we presents got a couple other. And others that are on the horizon. So it's going to yeah, be like... Yeah, maybe some function list, the feature <laughs> cast pod zone. Feature edit <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so that's it. Uh, thanks, that's guys. It. And uh, let's uh, let's get it out of here. See you guys soon enough. It's okay, a, hard, a hard five. It's a hard out. It's a hard out. <laughs>